Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got spicy emails of the week and a girl who got ghosted. Also, a dude who wants to know if she should gain back the weight. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live for the second week in a row from Nutmeg Studios in Times Square, New York City. So pumped to be here at Nutmeg. It's a fully functioning studio. They got, it, it is like really the real deal. I feel like we've gone from like a starter home to our new mansion. Here at Nutmeg Studio in the heart of Times Square, Manhattan. So super pumped to be here. Um, listen, people, I'm hearing from you all over the world, all over the country, all over this great feather nation. You guys are unbelievable. This podcast keeps growing. It's thanks to you, the listener, that we are up and up and up every week. So keep telling your friends, keep telling your coworkers, keep, keep, keep spreading that word. And listen, when I hear from you, and you, let me know, take a screenshot of you listening, that feels unbelievable. That is the best compliment you can give is to screenshot and say, Papa JT is crushing it this week. That, oh, you know what it feels like? feels like I'm by like a big waterfall and I win my, my swim trunks and then I decide, you know what? I'm going to take off my swim trunks and have a little trickle trackle from the waterfall just ever so slightly missed my nuts. Just a great mist of my nuts. You're misting my nuts. And it, it, oh, it feathers me so well that you guys are enjoying. So it's very cool. Uh, We're here at Nutmeg Studio. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, He's a friend of the pod, a fop. Uh, We're very excited to have him back, an OKP. Kyle Bergman, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's great to see you, man. It's great to see you, too. And for those of you that might not, might not remember, Kyle is an entrepreneur, okay? You're shark tanking right now. <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying. You're pushing, you're hustling. Left his job in corporate America to start this company called The Great Fantastic, and it is sweatpant overalls. We're both wearing them. We look great. Feel great. Feel great. And it's, uh, and they're, they're the... They're the best Sunday product. What got you to start the company? TheGreatFantastic.co on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. How's it been going? It's been going great. Yeah? Great, yeah. So about two years ago, a coworker of mine at the time sent me an article about sweatpants overalls. It yeah. was like a novelty pair for women. Mm-hmm. They look like jean overalls, but they actually had a sweatpants material. Read the article, loved the concept, yeah. went online, tried to find a pair for men, they didn't exist, couldn't mm-hmm. find them in stores, couldn't find them online. Yeah. So I made them. I made them. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to be like you're Rugatu in, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I invented the piano key necktie. You, <laughs> you're, you're in the, you're at the, you're, you're at the sewing machine up late at night, music playing, you have an idea and you're like, let's see what we can make. And people are like loving them right away. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So initially launched Just Men's. Yeah. Um, my female friends and family were like, I need a pair. Yeah. So we made them for women. 
And we've got, I mean, we got pictures of Amy Schumer wearing them, uh, Lynn Coplitz, who has a Netflix special. I mean, we've people are wearing these things. People are wearing them. Jeff yeah. Ross. Jeff Ross. Jeff has Ross, a, he has a pair. I mean, Jared Freed has a couple pairs. J Train, Papa JT, the King of Brunch, Wizard of Weddings. Yeah. The, you know, Overlord of, uh, of, uh, of, of uh, overalls. That's me. That's you. So now you're at a point with this company. You start it up. People like it. What's the net? You know, like this is the new world of entrepreneurship. So you're going through it. You're the guy, you know, that might go on Shark Tank. What? What? what what's the next step? So after the initial success, I mean, it, it was crazy. We sold over 1,200 pairs within six months of launching. That's great. Great success, but we heard we had a lot of positive feedback and a lot of constructive feedback. I want more colors. I want more functionality. Sure. I want a couple patterns. Mm. So last week we launched a Kickstarter campaign. Awesome. Swoveralls 2.0, second generation. The deuce. The deuce. Bringing the people more colors, more patterns, more comfy. Yeah, and they are. There's like there's summer weight. Exactly. And I love these overalls. So all of you, go support Kyle and what he's doing. And this is the greatest part about Kickstarter. You put money in and you're going to get a product. You're going to get a deal on the product. You're going to be the first, you're going to hold the rookie card, right? Exactly. The, the best way, because I was trying to explain Kickstarter to my dad. And he's like, what, what are you giving all these people equity? You don't even know them. Yeah. And what I tried to say is Kickstarter is like any other e-commerce platform where people are buying something with the expectation that they'll get it in two to three months because it has to be made. It doesn't exist yet. Interesting. So, so if, you, if you go online and donate or pledge $65 today, we'll give you a pair of Swoveralls 2.0 <coughs> at the end of August, yeah. which is a $95 value. I mean, that's a great deal. So go get involved. The great fantastic.co on Instagram. I... I'm a I'm a, an admitted Kickstarter hater. Like I <laughs> I would look at someone with a Kickstarter and be like, "Ugh, what did your parents say no?" Do you know what I mean? Like exactly. and and I think that's the problem with anything these days. It's not and this is everything in life right now that we're seeing. Anything in the news that people hate on. I I I say it about Dave Matthews Band. Dave Matthews Band is a good band. Stop it. Stop hating on Dave Matthews. You don't hate Dave Matthews Band. You hate the worst Dave Matthews Band fan. That's what you hate. So with Kickstarter, I hate the worst Kickstarter person. I'm with you. I don't hate the person who's like, you're out here. You're making a business. You're trying to get people a product and get people a brand. And this is a brand that I always say it's the greatest part of my Sunday. Putting on the great fantastic. We're wearing them right now. I feel like I'm being nuzzled by a, a big tit. <laughs> a, big, a big Terry Cotton Very Terry booby. Cotton booby. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So we're excited to have you. Go follow. Go support. Go check out the Kickstarter. Great fantastic. The great fantastic co on Instagram. That's where you can find all of Kyle's stuff and all the new designers. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do it. <clears throat> Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And we talked about something last week. I want to see what your opinion is on this. Uh, we're now being sponsored by a lube company. Are you a lube user? I've never used it. I've, it it's foreign to me almost. Oh, man. I, I, have, I have so many thoughts on lube. You have a lot of lube thoughts? I have a lot of lube thoughts. We should get some lube thoughts music. Lube thoughts. <laughs> that would be a fun thing. We'll do it next time they come on the podcast. What do we, what do we think? So lube is, is top of mind for me recently. My uh, my girlfriend actually brought some lube back and said, I'd like to throw this into our... See, see this is a this is what I would think. Like when a girl says that, were you like, oh my God, like now I, I can't even get you wet? Devastated. I mean, devastated. 
It's like what, your what? penis looks up at you like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" You exactly. Know? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm letting everyone down. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Jr.'s being yeah. let down. Yeah. But she said, "No, no, no, you're doing a great job." But it just it just feels better. It adds to the experience. So she she's like, "I like." the cheeseburger but i want to add some chipotle mayo to uh, it a little chipotle mayo. yeah i got gotcha. you yeah that, that that's what she's telling me and i and i have to believe have that to go my that. ego yeah that, that's the thing you have to go with it like also if that wasn't the case then she'd be fucking leaving you know or she just if this was do you know what i mean like i you have to take someone at their actions and less their words sometimes and if she was really like there would be more of a problem if than just the lube getting brought in. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that she's bringing the lube to me and not to, like, the dude down the street. She's like, sure. oh, yeah, Kyle, you can, whatever, whatever makes you happy. Well, it is interesting, though, like, and I don't mean to get in your head even more, uh, but I, it is interesting that at some point she was with a guy that that was, like, part of, she's, like, remembering a good experience that she had with it that wasn't with you. Well... Okay, so <laughs> I don't mean to. No, I, no, 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 no. Because I'm thinking of it like if a girl came to me and was like, everything's great, I'm having a good time, sex is fine, like sex is good, but I think this thing will help us out even more because I enjoy it. I'd be like, oh, so somewhere along the line, you know, you were, you know, you had a, you had a Sherpa to lube tap. Exactly. Somebody sherpa her. Yep. Yep. It, it, it's like I was doing like a, a push up incorrectly. And she's like, look, in a, in a previous relationship, I, uh, this guy did it a certain <laughs> way and, and was able to define yeah. his triceps more. I'll tell you one thing that came out of it sure. is now it's like a freaking slip and slide down there, which sometimes <laughs> you just like, you know, I, I know a huge fan of butt play, a lot, a lot of huge fan the of butt play in this room. The Archbishop of ass play. This is me. Yeah. I'm the Rosa Parks of ass play, of straight male ass play. I'm just leading the charge. And so now the gateway to the opportunities that live in that land oh. are slippery in a good way in the best way interesting okay so this is a this is a pro lube conversation let's do uh some emails jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com ghosted hard after two months you ever ghost somebody i have you have i have from the mail this is a woman writing in uh let's get the chick email From the guy's perspective, what is your feeling on ghosting? Because I've talked about it in the past on this show. Did you feel bad about it? Do you regret it? Do you wish you had done it differently? What What do you feel about it? Yeah, I, I regretted it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm almost ashamed of it now. Like, I'm 30, looking yeah. back at, like, my 21-year-old self when I did it. Mm. It's like it, there's so much more satisfaction and maturity and just being like, you know what? It's not, it's not working yeah. out. I'm going to go, go my separate way. But you know, there, there's depending on, you, you can learn a lot about someone who is being ghosted when you're the ghoster. Okay. Like how, how many times are they reaching back out? Mm. What are they saying there? But also like if you had just had sex with this girl and over the course of three weeks, let's say, and then the fourth week you're like, you know what? I think I'm done with this relationship of whatever form it's in. I'm going to move on. And then she's like, wouldn't you expect her to text a few times? I would expect, like, where the fuck did you go? Yep. Like, you should say that. Yeah. Some people give up too quick and they're just like, I guess that's a, it, that's the person leaving because they don't want to have to deal with the idea of, like, having a, a, the question answered, mm -hmm. which is interesting. This girl writes, huge fan of the podcast. I follow you on Instagram. Please, oh, please help me with this. 
Uh, I've been seeing this guy I met on Tinder for two months. He liked me a little more than I liked him. Wanted a relationship, talking about future vacations together, etc. I didn't want to rush things, so I kept on saying no, which I guess he took as a rejection, and kept on fighting and, and kept on fighting about things. Though for about six weeks, he spent every spare time he had with me and always made himself available, which I did not fully reciprocate. Now thinking about it, I was actually not nice to him at all. I distanced myself after this bad, bad fight because uh, he scared me, but I still liked him and he was slowly getting, uh, getting there. And was slowly getting there. He changed after we hooked up. I wasn't as good as he was and I felt he despised me secretly for it. I don't understand that. I wasn't as good... He was telling how he's tired of texting and texting me first and initiating contact all the time, especially that I say uh, that I say no most times. I didn't pay, play close enough attention to it, but last time I saw him, he introduced me to his best friends and we hung out and it was fun. The following week, he declined two dates and we had a fight again. It's been about 10 days and I haven't heard from him. He didn't reply to my last text either. I needed, needed closure, so I sent him a text apologizing, saying he's a great guy. Is he done at this point? Why would he not bother even explaining himself? Would uh, what could possibly have happened? Why did he just ghost all of a sudden? What do we think? I mean, how how are you having multiple fights in the first two months of meeting each yeah, other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you fighting for? Exactly. I also don't. You know, she writes a lot in the beginning. In the beginning, I was like, I thought she was doing the classic, like, you know, blame myself thing, to not, you know, to not blame the other side. Like you're making excuses for the other person. But the more I read it, the more I'm sitting here going, Yeah, you. You were less into him than he was into you. And then at a certain point, he was like, I'm not going to keep fighting to get with someone that's kind of like met about me. And that's not to say you should be like, I love you. I need you. But like, also, you got to come to the other person, too. If There is a point of exhaustion where you're like, listen, I've been trying and I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And, I, you know, this feels like less of a ghosting and more of a guy that was just like, hey, you know, I'm done. I've been trying. I, you know, I, I think this, I'm glad that she went through the exercise of writing this out because she should reread it now, learn from yeah. her mistakes and how like kind of but also, she- But also don't be with people you kind of like. It's okay. The, the, the problem with the era of dating that we're in is we're meeting more people than ever. So you're meeting a lot of fine people, you know, and, and that's confusing because you're like, oh, I don't, I, you know, it's, what did they call it? Uh, paralysis by option, option paralysis. Data paralysis, omnivore's dilemma. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, either of those two things, yeah. Those are all a part of this. And it's a, and you're in front of a phone that you're swiping all day long, and then you're like, well, I went on this date with this guy, and he was fine, and I guess I should just keep going. When you keep going with someone that you're half into, they there's another half to that. It's gravity. Like, he has those moments of feeling good with you, but then also feels completely horrible during those other half moments that you're not into it. Yep. Like, this to me, like, is two people that were just kind of fine. And she allowed it to keep moving on while at the same time, and now she's wondering why, where'd he go? He's done fucking having half of you. That's where he went. And I mean, I'm also, I have to give them credit. They're amazed. They, they in a two-month time frame, were able to skyrocket the relationship into, like, they've been together for 10 or 20 yeah, years, well, having fights. What's That's the thing with texting, too. You're doing, like, we're talking... A hundred times more than our parents ever talked in the first year. Like with these people that we're seeing. Like my parents, there would be one phone call the day, like we're in prison. Yep. And then you come home and you talk about your day. Now it's every five minutes, what's going on? How you been? What has the day gone? It's like, well, I don't, maybe we don't need to text that much. 
Maybe we should stop. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Kyle Bergman, thegreatfantastic.co. Go check him out. Go support. Listen to this. Should I go back to being fat? Mm. This is an interesting email. I love that. It's a dude email. Okay. Ooh, yeah. A dude email. Dear Bishop of Butt Stuff, sending a good Midwestern feathering your way. Here's the dilemma. I had always been a heavier guy, but did re- decently well at dating good-looking chicks. I was the chubby guy that always uh, puzzled people when you saw me dating smaller, petite, cute chick. I found it puzzling myself, he writes. <laughs> like, I also found it puzzling that I was having hot chicks like me. Uh, <laughs> however, after my last relationship ended, I decided to make some lifestyle changes. I lost 65 pounds. Good for you, buddy. Have gotten great shape, which is great, but my dating life has seemed to change and not for the better. The same girls I have always been into and that had been into me seem not interested, but the girls that I'm not physically attracted to seem super interested and chat me up at bars and try to match it with me on Hinge. Am I just hitting a little bit of dry spell or did I fuck up by losing all the weight and need to go back to being fat? Would love some of that super Jew wisdom. Thanks. What do we think? Well, isn't this interesting, though? It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, so every guy goes through dry spells. I mean, we're all like we're, we're major league hitters, you know, like y- sure. you have hot streaks, you have dry spells. What I would love to know is because I immediately think about when you lose that much weight that there's like excess skin that's left. Yeah. And so you see these people who their lives change. But what you don't see afterwards is like they're like, I have all this I'm like dragging skin behind me on yeah. the street. It's disgusting. So I don't know if that's playing a, a, a part here. That's an interesting position. I, I, I do think what you're saying has merit in a different way. You're right. He is in a new body. You, you're driving a new car. You don't know how, the, how to parallel park yet. You don't know. And, and this is like kind of like the thing of doing stand-up that I, when you do comedy in front of a live audience, you have that moment where you, you don't realize what you look like to other people until you start poking fun of yourself while on stage because you see people react and they laugh and they go, oh, that is funny. You do look like that. Like I, I and I know certain rooms for me, it's different. It changes. If I'm in Brooklyn and I say I look like the bad guy from an 80s movie, they're like, oh, <laughs> you are. You look like a douchebag. If I say that in like the Upper West Side, they're like, what? You look like my son. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like they so these are the things. And I'm telling you, from my perspective, of someone who's dealt with body issues, lost weight, gained weight, you are you are in a you're trying to figure out the, you know, I'm, I want to compare it to a car because you're in a new car and you just don't know how to how hard to push on the accelerator, how much to push on the brake. You know, you're not it's not you know, I'm, it's like you're trying to learn the parameters of this new body. And that includes when you talk to women, the things that you can self-deprecate about, the things that you can, you know, you can, oh, you, you don't know the look. You're in a costume. Totally. Like, that to me is what's going on more than anything else. He's trying to figure out this new ride. He's in a G-Wagon now. I mean, it's a great point. Every guy, to a degree, puts on a certain type of hat and is playing a character when, sure. he's, when he's talking to a girl. Right now, the character he's playing is still the, the, the heavier guy. Yeah. 
And it's still it's it, it, and maybe he's he could also be like I remember I lost a ton of weight and I was trying to play be this new person. Mm-hmm. You know, he could be thinking that I have to be Johnny Cool Guy. Mm-hmm. You've never been Johnny Cool Guy. You've been you know Johnny Tubbo. You know you got you got and maybe he needs to stop trying to be the personality of this new body and keep what he was doing before. And also approaching new, you know, also his approach might be different. He might be like not trying as hard because like I'm I'm hot stuff. I agree. He might be going up with too much confidence before he was going up to girls hat in hand, like, please, sir, yeah. <laughs> let me have a blowjob. Give the, give chubbies a blowjob. You know, that's what before. And they were like, oh, look at this cute guy. He's so fun and nice. And he really wants to get to know me. And now he's going up being like, you know, fucking, you know, Rex, <laughs> you know, cool guy. We don't have a control variable here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, and I think what he has to do is look in the mirror. Yeah. Are you changing your act because you think you're Johnny Hot hot Stuff? And was it working before because you were more you? You had a whole lifetime of this body where you were just doing the part that you came to know and love and that people loved. I I mean, the other thing that's not clear from his email is he's like, you know, I was was heavier. I was getting these girls that I guess to some people, including him, might have appeared out of his league. Now... If the ratio stays consistent, he lost weight. Now is he like dating supermodels? And is he, like, you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm actually not into tens. I like a, I like an eight. Losing weight is just a big mind fuck as gaining weight. Yeah, it's just in a totally different way. You turn in. I, I tweeted something yesterday. I put it on Instagram. It was um, uh, people who have abs. Uh, people work on their abs when they don't work on a personality. Mm-hmm. Like I put up something like that. And it felt like a meaner tweet that I've, I've never, I, you know, but I didn't mean it as like. I just meant that there's a certain type of person that is leaning too much on abs. And maybe he thinks, now I don't have to try as hard. I can let these puppies do the work instead of what was doing the work before, which was actual personality and charm and all that stuff. This is a look in the mirror. I don't think it's go gain back the weight. That's not the advice. The advice is, how are you approaching women? How are you going through this? Are you... You know, a little bit hung up on yourself. Have you become a little bit more in? You know, also when you work on your body that much, you become a fucking narcissist more than you even understand. Yeah, that's what going to the gym and counting the ten five hundred times every day will do to you. One, two, three, four. You're not thinking of new personality traits. You're just thinking of one crunch, two crunch, three crunch, four crunch. That's what it is, and that's why I want to get to our first sponsor today. Love it. Oh, my God. Does this mat For this guy, this guy should be getting involved with this company. I am so pumped. This is So we're doing a trial run with these people. I'll let you guys behind the curtains, okay? This company and I have become, you know, we're flirting, okay? And the way we get them on board is by you people using the promo code and get, here's your free money. But here's why I love this company. As a guy barrel-chested guy myself, short-torsoed man. You know what the hardest thing to find is? The right length of shirt. Ah. That is very difficult. Because if you're barrel-chested, they're making it for... The shirts that they make are usually for the person that's taller to reach their waist. And this is when you're not in swoveralls. Not in swoveralls. When I'm not wearing the swoveralls, I am a huge fan of Untuck It. Okay, there's a lot of questionable fashion trends out there like drop crotch pants, dress socks with sandals and the male romper. Well, I, listen, fuck the male romper. We want <laughs> this is, we want 
Male overalls also untuck it. But one I find particularly terrible is when guys wear their shirts untucked and they go all the way down to their knees. This is a big issue for me. This is what I've been looking for my whole entire life. I would try on T-shirts and I'd go, right fit up top. Wait a minute. looks like I'm wearing a muumuu. This is my whole life. My whole life I've been looking for a company like Untuck It. And this is a Father's Day, late Father's Day gifts. you got friends. you got a boyfriend. These shirts cut you right. I look like a different person when I wear Untuck It shirts. And they do button downs. They do T-shirts. They're now doing shorts. They do Henleys. I couldn't wear a Henley. You know those Henleys with the with the three button top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were always the worst fitting shirts. Untuck It has the best ones. Wow. And listen, I'm going to give you a deal, okay? You go to untuckit.com to check out their shirts and you use promo code JTRAIN. JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. Untuckit.com, promo code JTRAIN. Here's the money I'm going to give you. 20% off. What the fuck? 20% off? Are you kidding me? Untuckit.com, promo code JTRAIN. They also have 30 retail locations. Remember, code JTRAIN for 20% off at untuckit.com. They have a re-engineered the button-up shirt to have more precise fit and ideal length for a polished casual look. Listen, I swear by it. Go to my pictures from on Instagram from the Boston Garden. I wore a shirt of theirs. Me and Johnny Maymay. Hanging out on stage, That's I'm wearing Untuck It. Me in, in Chicago, Untuck It. Love it. All Untuck It. And now I'm wearing their T-shirts. The T-shirts are the perfect length. I can't tell you enough about UntuckIt.com. Promo code JTRAIN, promo code JTRAIN, promo code JTRAIN, promo code JTRAIN. Over 50 sizing options so every guy can find their perfect fit. Ladies, they got stuff for you too. Also, here's the other thing I like about Untuck It. No... No obnoxious uh, logo. Logo. Yeah. I can wear it on camera. That's a big deal to me. There's a lot. Every time I go to do like a shoot or like they always say no logos. And then I'm like looking. I'm like, does this shirt fit from 40 years ago? Does this thing, is this going to work? Will this look like blurry? Untuck it, man. Get involved. Untuckit.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Promo code JTRAIN. Here with Kyle Bergman here, the great fantastic.co on Instagram. Let's do this one. Post 10109 hookup, please help. Dearest J Train, sending a good long feathering all the way up the East Coast and gratitude for all the laughs your podcast provides every week. So here's the situation. This past weekend, I was paired with a friend's friend for a beer pong tournament who happened to be a 10109. Face, body, personality. Mm-hmm. I'm probably an 888. Uh, and then <laughs> she actually gave her Instagram handle so that we can verify. Let's get creepy. Um, here she is. She's cute. She's cute. Triple eight. I can confirm. She's cute. Oh, okay. She's bringing it. Yeah. She's bringing it. I got a lot of, you know, she's putting it out there. I like it. I love the hair picture. I like when a girl goes, like, gets her hair done, then she does, like, the 10 picture thing. They're always, like, bent over, and the hair is coming down, and it looks like it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. She She's doing the hair picture hair. Yeah, look the, at that. Look she, at that, that coloring, the, uh, yeah, the layering. The, it's, the it's layering. The, yeah, yeah. 
And I, then they always give the shout out to the, the person. So-and-so did her magic once again. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I followed. <laughs> I'm such a fucking creep. Okay. After a day of drinking and flirting, we all headed out to the bars. He came home with me that night. Ah! We're fucking. Uh, we, just, we just had a naked makeout, and he stayed the next day until noon with more morning makeouts and lots of snugs involved. How do we feel about the word snugs? Love it. Love it. Shelby from the booth. <laughs> Shelby from the cheap seats. You like snugs? Sure. It's pretty good. Snugs. After a day of drinking in Florida. Okay. Uh, here's the question. How do I proceed if I want to hook up with him again? Half my friends said I should have texted him the next day and missed my window. And half said to just wait it out. Also, side note, I'm moving to another city in two weeks. So time is of the essence. If anything is going to occur, should I just take the, this beautiful uh, gift uh, the hookup gods have blessed me with or for what it was, a one-night stand, or try to go for round two. They didn't fuck. So where was the one-night stand? There is the, yeah, there, there was a one-night French. It was a one-night snug. Yeah, one-night snug. <laughs> one-night snug. <laughs> this guy was hard all night, had pre-cum all over him and didn't do shit. I know. Not even any sides. No sides. <laughs> You're right. That's a, that's, a, that's a callback to episode three episodes ago. No sides. No go down. Unbelievable. Look, I, I, I think... But I think they both had good old-fashioned fun. That's a day drink into a night l- night sleep, snugs. What do we think? Well, I mean, kudos to her for not texting him the next day. If he truly is a 10 10 9, mm. he's always getting a text the next day. He's probably getting sure. 50 texts the next day. So she played it cool, probably set her up perfectly to go, mm-hmm. hey, I'm leaving town soon in the next couple of weeks. Sure. Let's get naked again. This time, snug after. If I, I agree. I agree with you. I think there are no rules. Okay, so your friends that said you should have texted, there's your friends that said you should have, you know what I mean? Like, who, whatever you did, you did, and what you did is great. So let's stop re, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking this fucking thing. Whatever you did is fine. Here's the deal. The most important part of your email, if I'm a chick who wants to get laid, and I'm not talking about relationships, just down to bone and see what the fuck happens, okay? If you're looking to chill... And she's, it sounds like this email comes from the space of a girl who's like, hey, I got two weeks left. I'm trying to fuck, which is good for her. We don't know what's going to happen after that, but she wants in on this 10-10-10 dick. Here's the thing. Most important part of this email, leaving in two weeks. Guys, love an end date, okay? Love it. And I'm not, you know, this is, some of you are sitting there rolling your eyes. I can hear it can hear the cat clock on the wall rolling, okay? But here's the thing. In her position where she's like, how do I get this from a one-night thing to maybe a two-night thing where this guy and I go to town? You text him, hey, had a blast the other night. I'm thinking, and you do it that night. Going out tonight with some girls, going to be out later. You should let me know where you're at. That's it. Super cash. And then at the let me let me review that. Hey, going out later tonight. I got two weeks left in this city just trying to hang out. Let them know. Yep. Got two weeks left. I'm on my last fuck tour of this city. Hey, this butt expires in two weeks. Exactly. And for him, what it does, guys have such great egos and such incredibly large egos that we're like, she's going to want a relationship if we fuck and whatever. But now you've built in the excuse of, in two weeks, I'm gone. Yeah. It was like Jeter when he was retiring. Exactly. Now she can collect her gifts, her canoe. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Very excited about our second sponsor. We've got two sponsors today. And this is the one that's bringing it. You're drinking their product right now, right? I am. I am. I got a little bit of a buzz. Ghost tequila. How is it? It's delicious. Delicious. How did you make it? What, what, what's in there? How did I? How do? How do we make this? It's a little bit. It's it just. It's on the rocks. It's just on the rocks. Yeah. Just on the rocks. Maybe, maybe like a, a splash of soda is really all you need. Are you feeling the heat from the 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 blanco? A little bit. There's the heat, right? It's a spicy tequila. Okay, spicy isn't a flavor. It's a sensation. Do you feel the sensation? Yes. Absolutely. And if properly tamed, it can take a drink to the next level. Introducing Ghost, the perfect balance of 100% agave azul blanco and a splash of ghost pepper, designed to bring some spiciness into people's nights. And speaking of feeling spicy, we're going to do our spicy email of the week. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Flames are throwing. My boyfriend's having a baby and I'm not the baby mama. That is... I mean, that's a flamethrower. That is ghost pepper spicy. Spicy. Brought to you by Ghost Pepper Tequila. Go, or Ghost Tequila. Go get involved with what they're doing. Let me give it out. So you're going to go J Train. You can get $5 off by going to ghosttequila.com, clicking buy online, top right corner, clicking on the Old Town Tequila button. That's ghosttequila.com. Promo code GHOST5. That's GHOST5 for five bucks off. And now you can get involved with the spiciness of life. Hey, J-Train, well, this one's a doozy. I've been dating this guy for three months now, and everything has been going pretty awesome. We told each other we love each other and have just get, discussed things like future, and we both see this relationship going somewhere down the road. However, over the past couple of days, I noticed that we were uh, things were a bit off with him, so we hung out last night, and after not seeing each other for a couple of days, we were sitting on my couch watching Jersey Shore when he... So romantic. Uh, Watching the Jersey Shore when he sprung up off the couch and announced he needed to tell me something and that he was having a baby. Wow. After I picked, I mean, that's a serious one right there. After I picked my jaw off the ground, started asking questions. Apparently, he met some girl in the fall and they had a wild night together. She lives three hours away and they don't talk much afterwards. A month later, he received a text saying she was pregnant. He freaked out, told her he was too young to be be a dad. He was 24 at the time, she was 30. And that wasn't ready to be a father with someone he didn't even know. He encouraged her to, and he put, she puts in quotes, handle it. <laughs> That's a crazy way. <laughs> That's an insane, <laughs> That's a, man. Handle it. Yeah. Why don't you handle it? I don't know if that's how he said it, but just said it was her. It was her body, and ultimately uh, had the choice. He had no contact with her for two uh, since. And two weeks ago, he received a phone call from her with an "Oh, by the way, I'm still having the baby. It's a girl, and I'm due this month." Oh my god. There's shivers going through down my spine. I need some. Can we get some more of that tequila? Any more tequila? Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> my question is, what the fuck do I do? He told me he doesn't want to be a dad, a deadbeat dad, and wants to be involved at some level. But I don't see how this can happen with three the three hour distance. I've invested a, quite a bit into this, and I feel like I'm at crossroads. He told me this isn't going to change things between us, and she puts in quotes 
uh, puts in parentheses bullshit. But that just makes me feel like he hasn't accepted the the reality of this yet. Do I say fuck it and uh, and walk away, or do I stand by him and help him through this uh, mess? He told me how much he loves me and that he can't lose me, but I feel a bit manipulated by him for not talk telling me about this sooner. When I asked why he was just telling me now, now he said. He didn't know how to tell me, and he was scared he would lose me. I'm 26, successful, and really do well for myself. I believe people come into your life for a reason, but I don't know how to deal with this one. By the way, huge fan of the podcast. What do we think? You got to rip that bandit off and run. Run? Run. So you're saying get away from this yeah. whole situation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen, thank you for setting this in. This is a tough thing to write out. And also... There's a couple things that jump out of this. They've been dating three months. It's very quick to be like saying I love you at three months. It's weird that they got down that road. Not weird, but it's just like you have you have to separate what you deserve from what has happened very quickly. Yes, three months in, he's saying I love you, and and you have to dissect why would he say I love you, and then he said uh, then he has this big bomb that he drops on you, so he keeps. Let me let me get my thoughts together. He says, I love you to get you more involved so that you won't leave when you hear the bomb. It's kind of manipulative the way he did did it that way. Not that you have been together and how could he not bring this up? If he was three months in and you guys were dating at a normal three month pace, he wouldn't owe you this information. Yeah. Is this baby mama music? <laughs> we had some music in the I, I know what I'm saying. This is uh this, to me, the only reason you feel you deserve this information is because he said, I love you. But really what you deserved was to have a normal progression of the relationship that he co-opted because he wanted to make sure that you were super involved, that he could drop this bomb. Look, I, from my point of view, after it's hearing sadistic. the facts, yeah. and, and thank you to this person for writing it too, because I agree. It is, I mean, this crazy email, yeah. crazy story. Spicy. The pros are quite literally spicy. Ghost Tequila spicy email of the week. Ghosttequila.com promo code ghost five five dollars off. Let's look at the pros. Yeah, the guy's fertile. That's great. Maybe down yeah. the road. Maybe that's a good thing. Help you. The out. cons. He's got a baby girl coming very soon. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if like I don't want to tell her to like just run away from him because like these things do happen. But at the same time, I would say you got to slow down this relationship. You got to take a step back. You got to look at him and go, hey. You deal with what you got to deal with. You go and be a good dad and, and figure out the scheduling of this, and maybe we come back. But right now, you can only go do this. You, you, I, I, she has nothing to do with this baby. She didn't do anything wrong. She didn't, you know, all she did was like a guy. Like a guy who then said, I love you a month in. So that you wouldn't leave him when she found out when you found out that he was having a baby. And and she she said it back. It was reciprocal, right? I love you too. Sure. I don't know. She might be but I think right now she has to reassess what she loves about this guy. Do you love the fact that he said I love you so quick and that you got a guy? Or do you love him? You know, a lot of this just feels manipulative. Manipulative. Manipulative? Manip Shelby? You just had it. Just had it. That was it. Manipulative. <laughs> manipulative. It just doesn't I don't like any relationship that guys go so strong right away. I don't really trust it. I don't think that you can all of a sudden be, I love, I love you, I love you, without that being your move to keep someone. It, you know, sometimes emotional, um, emotional words are in the place of having game. Mm -hmm. 
You know, and that kind of feels like what this is right here. He saw the fucking the you know grease is burning around him. <laughs> the baby's coming. It's gonna the information's gonna come out, and he knows that he's gonna have a tough time. That he's gonna need someone to help him out as a person, and he dragged you into the fire with him. What's crazy is he apparently was made aware that she's like, oh, by the way, I decided to have the kid. So there was a point, months it sounds like, where he wasn't sure if she was going to have it or not. They lost touch. That is, how is it's that guy sleeping? He, yeah, how is he sleeping? It's, how did he not reach out? Yeah. Also, if he wants to be a part of this kid's life, what's his job situation? Can he move closer to the kid? Will he have to move closer to the kid? I think this girl needs to step back. I think she needs to say, hey, listen. You gotta take care of your life. You gotta figure out what you're gonna do, what your schedule is gonna be with this kid. Then also, you know, I need to figure out whether I love you or if that I just love the idea that we've been together this quick. Look, she's young, she's a go-getter. Go out there, find someone else, laugh about it. Shelby, you have a point to make? I mean, she needs to take care of it since he didn't take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Shelby's become like a, like a poet. Buddha. <laughs> Buddha, the great Buddha. The podcast the shaman. podcast shaman, yeah. <laughs> That's our spicy tequila. Uh, spicy email of the week brought to you by Ghost Tequila. Uh, it's norm- normally 100% agave bottles cost like 40 bucks and up. Ghost Tequila is affordable at just 25 bucks a bottle. And right now you're going to get $5 off by going to ghosttequila.com, clicking buy online, uh, and then the Old Town Tequila button, and then you use uh, promo code GHOST5. That's ghost 5 Che goes tequila. Here's to the spicy ones. Please drink responsibly. How much time are we at on this show? Because I didn't have the clock on in here. 40? Kyle, this has been great. We're going to do some news and we're going to do a, a voicemail. You ready? Love it. Thegreatfantastic.co. Thegreatfantastic.co. Shelby, let's do a voicemail, then we'll go to the news. Let's hear the voicemail. Hey, Papa. So I've recently met a guy and we've kind of a good amount of times, but it, it's been a really short time frame. It's been four days in what? a week. It, nothing more than hooking up. Wait, what'd she say? No, it's been sorry, four days? Sorry, nothing more than making out has happened. In a week, it's been four days in a week. Oh, in a week? Nothing more than hooking up. No, sorry, nothing more than making out has happened. I think her... She's laughing at Dictation herself. Dictation will be explained later in the okay. voicemail. <laughs> and I was kind of wondering how you can tell if a guy's really after the hookup or trying to date when he's going out with you a lot in a short period of time. Like, is he just making all the dates because he still hasn't slept with you yet? Or is he making all the dates because he likes you? Is there, like, a way to tell? I'm a little white drunk. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. We found out. He's <laughs> drinking that ghost tequila. <laughs> so they had four dates. <laughs> They're fiery. Uh, four dates in a week. Have you ever done this? You know, I, I don't know if I've done four in a week, but I <coughs> I can relate to this guy. He's on the hunt. Yeah, he, he wants to he, fuck. He, he, he smells the blood in the water. yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's not. I mean, I mean, it's getting to the point where he he's gonna either be gone tomorrow. Yeah. Or she's gonna give in. Yeah, I don't see it as a good thing. Yeah. I I don't think this is a guy. And this is kind of back to the last email. A lot of guys replace game, you know, money for game. You know, oh, I'll just fucking do dates and then I'll fuck. <laughs> 
You know, this is transactional to me. He's like, oh, well, I've been on four dates in this week. Let's get a, let's get to the number five so that I can start fucking. That's what he's saying. I, and, you know, I think to your point and said differently, this guy doesn't have the game to get there in two dates. And if he can't do it in two, maybe three. Yeah. Then it's, it's I, I think you move on. He's, he's fucking on a lie. You know, he is going four dates in a week. That's a lie. Okay. You can't keep that up. You can't do five the next week and then ten two weeks from now. Yeah. You have so to, right now he's at a pace that can only mean fucking to me, <laughs> you know. And and it's to me it's a guy being like, hey, if I just go on as many days as I can, I will fuck this girl. It's not him being like, I don't know, you know, this has been fun. I got my free time now. You know, it's not parsing out time. No one's that great to spend four dates a week with. <laughs> None of us. None of us want to be with that with one person that much in a week. When you first meet them, and, and I, I, I just want to know why she was she was available. Not only was she available, but she said yes. Well, four dates in a week. For, it's... The, for the same reason he puts, you know, you know, she thinks this will get a boyfriend. Yeah. You know, there's it, it, it's the it kind. I feel for both sides here because he he doesn't want to be honest and be like, hey. I'm really Jones, and after you, I really want to fuck you. And she doesn't have the honesty to go, yeah, I just want to, I need someone in my life. I just, I, I need someone to fill this void. All my friends have boyfriends. I want a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I think what she needs to change, because we can only answer the, the, the caller. So what she needs to readjust is how she, how she looks at sex. <laughs> and I know that's a tough thing. Uh, that's a, uh, I'm not, I just think for her to say, does this guy just want to fuck or does he want, how do you know the difference between someone who wants to fuck and someone who wants to date? Well, to me, there's no difference. Every guy wants to fuck that you meet that, that takes you out. Every guy goes on that date being like, Hey, if it happens, it's great. And then we'll see about the rest later. So, and I know that sounds horrible. I know how that sounds or how that comes off, but for her, you don't want to be let down by sexual decisions. Have sex because you, you're like, oh, I really want to have sex with this guy. That could be, you know, if because the terms of what she's asking, she's making all the sex his decision. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like that? W- would you say that she should? Like, it sounds like she doesn't even want to have sex with this guy. She just wants to have a boyfriend and doesn't want to get fucked over. I know. I know. So she's involved in this transactional thing as much as he is. Yeah. And if she was able to understand, if, if, if they just have sex so that the guy can just let him think. He can't think right now. All he's thinking about. He's got cum on the brain. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If you guys. Cum brain. Yeah. Hook up and then and then we can have a conversation. <laughs> That's how he'd want it. Yeah. I, I think she should not fuck him. I don't think she wants to. You've been on four dates. If you really wanted to, you would have done it already. So at this point, you should be having sex for you. Like, make it a personal thing. Don't go, well, if I have sex with him, will he still want to date me? And it's like, what? No, no, that's not. No, that's not how it should go. And I know, and that's not me judging her. I know how I've been in that position. I've been this guy where I'm like, if I just dump money into dates, then I'll be getting to fuck down. And then I get to fuck down and I go, oh, I don't want to live here. <laughs> I want I just want to visit. You know, and we guys get go through that a lot. I've also been the girl in this situation where you're like, 
you know, does this person even like me? Are they going to be into me for sex? You know, does this sex mean that they like me more? You know, I've 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 connected those things. I think her perspective can be, it should be she should try to shift her perspective. If you went on four dates with a guy and you weren't like, I got to fucking bone this guy no matter what, whether we stay together or not, then you don't want to fuck him and you don't like him that much. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending those voicemails. I love them. 646. What is the number, Shelby? Not sure. Perfect. <laughs> We're on the ball today. Uh, you can send in a voicemail. Um, we love the voicemails. There are six, four, it's six. It's in the episode description. Episode description, but I'm going to read it out because I got it right here. Um, the voicemail number. All I remember is the first three numbers. Six, four. No, it isn't. Three, four, seven, six, six, nine, eight, two, five, two. Three, four, seven, six, six, nine, eight, two, five, two. Let's do some news, Shelby. You ready? I am. A reporter in San Diego, they put him out on, like, the scene, out in the street. Okay. In, like, an inflatable, bouncy house kind of expose. It's, like, it's a fun thing happening. So they, bouncy houses, what's the story? Their bouncy houses are, are, are not doing well, or they're... There's just a fun little bouncy house event happening in San okay. Diego, <laughs> a local fun thing for the family, the kids, sure. and he went down to cover it. And so he's it, like, here, we're at Bouncy House 2018. Exactly. Here, coming to you live. And th- and, th- and this is him out on the street. And th- it's funny because these news people, there's a news station in every area. So, like, you know, when people are like, oh, like, I always think of, like, Seinfeld, like, how rich Seinfeld is. Because every outlet buys Seinfeld separately. Yeah. So, the, like, any place that has a news station is buying Seinfeld. So New York has an has an NBC News in Long Island. They have an NBC News in the city. They have one upstate. I'm sure they have one even more far upstate. That's five different networks buying Seinfeld. So there's a lot of jobs at these news shows that like people are starting out. So the local ones can be hilarious. Yeah. Is that what's going on here? It is not. This man has to be in his fifth. Oh, really? He's not starting not young buck? It, it this it, the audio is great in its own. Okay, let's hear it. Inflation, you guys, you probably notice. Is that a good thing or, or not a good thing? Inflation. What? I'm sorry. The question again, Dave. Is is inflation in our world? A good thing or not a good thing? It depends to... upon what the topic Generally. is. What are we talking about? Generally, <laughs> what inflation. What the fuck are you saying? If you yeah. have an inflatable boat, yeah, that's you a say, good if you thing. Heard the wi- you... Right? But uh, generally, when you hear the word inflation, <laughs> not economic. Something good come to mind? For yeah. me, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you that you're right about if you say good. You're right, because this is the world of inflatables. Give yourselves a nice round of applause, everybody. These are just the volunteers coming out here today. Clint, look, um, and Eddie, you gonna? What kind of fun do you think you're gonna have today? You know what's so funny? He was like, "How am I gonna make this a great report?" Yeah. And he's like, "I'll start with this whole angle on inflation." And all he and a lot of people do this when they first start doing comedy. They'll assume what people will answer, and he didn't think it. So he goes, is inflation a good thing? And the guy, he didn't even think of economic inflation. It never crossed his guy's mind, but it only that was the only thing that crossed the news guy's mind. Yeah. 
And the news guy is sitting there being, and this is how tense we are, like, publicly as a country. The news guy's like, fuck. You threw me under the bus. I got to talk about economic inflation. I don't know if it's good or bad because he doesn't know how Twitter's going to respond. He, you know, he doesn't know that there's hashtag inflation <laughs> And he's going to have to deal with that the rest of his life. So this news guy's like, I don't know. We got to talk these things out first. You know, and everyone is just on guard. So you could tell the news guy was so on guard to get fucked with online <laughs> that he was just like, what? I, I don't know what you mean. Please tell me. Yeah. And then he's got it. And here's the bouncy house. And it's like, dude, why don't you just say that you wanted to talk about inflation's fun? He could have d- served him up, right, Shelby? But he, like, knew he was at this event. He if, you, if you were like, yeah. hey, I'm going to Chicago for yeah. stand-up. Shelby, you love it there. I wouldn't be like, no. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, help you out a bit. I, I guess he did. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't, but I guess he, I would, th- it's just such a weird way to start it. Like, what do you think of inflation? The only thing that would come to my mind is the economic inflation. Yeah. Not like, bouncy houses, love them. Like, who would ever think that way? Usually you think of inflation in the economic sense, but economics suck. We're talking about inflation <laughs> at the bouncy castle. Yeah. Bouncy time. It was a real crisis of imagination on his part. It really was. A crisis of imagination is well put. Do we have more stories? If you want some more of this guy. Oh, is it still going? <laughs> I mean, there's two more minutes. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. We'll go two, a little but, bit longer. Yeah. Let's see what uh, let's see how awkward this idiot gets. Lots of fun. Um, Lots of fun. That's a, that's a good kind. Um, helping just helping everybody. So, I, mean, what do you think? I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. What kind of fun do you think you can find here? All kinds. All yeah. kinds. All of kinds. Fun. <laughs> Bouncing fun. Yeah, Just I answer think so, the fucking question. This kids, is a please. place where kids and families can come and kind of bounce around. But you need something, and I'm going to have everyone do it like a magic chant. Um, a magic right, you guys chant. Ready? Because when we're talking inflatables, you need. He's got to stop calling it inflatables. That's it sounds been inflated. Are you guys reason. ready? All right, here like, we go. Please uh, don't touch us, old repeat man. Repeat after me. Abracadabra, one, two, three. Abracadabra, one, two, three. <laughs> I, I think this guy's having now a stroke. Now it's time yeah. to see what we see. Now it's time to see what we see. What if he just pulled his pants down right now? Oh, my goodness. Just showed his penis to all these people. Now <laughs> this is my, I'm signing off forever. Now, behind him as he did that, like non-rhyming, stupid <laughs> chant. One, two, abracadabra, the one, two, three. The inflatables mascot, like a guy in a suit has popped up and he's going over to talk to him. Okay, so a new guy, a guy's coming over. How's everybody doing? My name is Mr. Wacky. Welcome to the inflatable run. Mr. Wacky? Mr. Wacky, a nice round of applause, everybody. You know those, those streamer things? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Mr. Wacky, this is... Uh... This is an honor, first of all. Well, thank you. Uh, we are local San Diegans, so we're proud to be here, everybody, on this wonderful, beautiful Saturday morning. Welcome, San Diego! Yeah, good morning, you guys. Never, oh, my God. I've never been to San Diego, but this is how this I is think so everyone is. Here. Everyone is there all, at all like times. I'm Mr. Wacky, no, really, it's, and then we're all going to jump around. Right? What up, San Diego? And then one person. As many times as they want. We're out here trying to get families off the couch. We're a family-owned business throwing events for families in San Diego. Diego, so we're really excited to be here. We have all kinds of attractions behind us, and a course that families can run as many times as they want with inflatables. If he on says them. the word families yeah, one more time. Great, I'm you guys. Kill myself. Now, does that mean that everybody here becomes an inflatable today? 
Do they want to be inflatables today? You oh my God! What is? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And later we're gonna go back to the commune and I'll drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this sounds. Uh, the sun, some warm weather places, people go fucking crazy. I think what's funny to me is that this guy, Mr. Wacky, don't let the cute name fool you. Mr. Wacky's out here to make some fucking money. Could you see that marketing he just did? He mentioned the word families. Get off the couch. You don't want to be lazy and fat and not hang out with your family. Come spend money at Mr. Wacky's Inflatable Emporium. You fat, lazy dis- <laughs> families. Yeah, that's what I, this is the thing. Don't be fooled. Mr. Wacky, oh yeah, hey And then he's like, yeah, listen, we just want, you know, if you're a family, if you're like a, a real family that wants to get off the couch and stop being obese, that's everything's in like the, the small, you know, the small lettering of what he's saying. Fuck you, Mr. Wacky. We got another story, shall we? Yeah. Let's do it. So I know you kind of had a hard drinking weekend. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I, yeah, I, I, I put on some booze this weekend. I couldn't do the tequila today. I, as much as I love ghost tequila on a Monday at 3 o'clock, oh, my God. I woke up and I was like, where am I? How am I? Who am I? I got to readjust. Got to recover. I need I need off it. Was but it, did it cause you to miss any stand-up gigs? Mm-mm. Well, I made all my shows this weekend. I was at the cellar. That was fun. I'm going to cellar brunch. That's been the show. If you guys are looking to come to a show, I'm doing it again Sunday. This comes out. This is Friday. I do. I, I'll be hosting Sunday. And that there, there were seats open. You could have gotten in last Sunday. And people show up to that fucking brunch. Yeah, what's going on? Well, the Finnish Institute of Occupational Health conducted a study to determine which groups of people miss the most work, and they found out that people who don't drink miss just as much work as people who do drink. What is, uh, I mean, (laughs) that sounds like it was a a study done by an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he was like, listen, mom. You think I'm missing work because of alcohol? And then he went into the lab and did a whole study. And then he's like, look at the numbers. You they know? Found, well, they found that uh, people that both abstain completely and heavy drinkers had a high risk of sickness absence and moderate drinkers were like kind of in the middle. Well, you know, that also like has something to do with the personality type, right? If you're a big time drinker or a big, if you're a big time anything, you live in extremes so when you get a little sickness you're like i am i have the most sick you know like and if you live you know people who drink moderately do everything moderately yeah you know i was talking with someone about like you know talking about like you know i i post this whole thing about zoodles i saw that i love that i hate zucchini noodles and it's not that i don't like them i like shelby just got shocked it's not that i don't like zucchini noodles i don't like the propaganda that goes with it yeah we're only eating these things because we just want more in our stomach. And we know that more pasta will be bad. So we're like, oh, I can put 10, you know, what are they, you know, uh, what what's heavier, a pound of feathers or a pound of bricks? Yeah. We're like, the feathers don't feel the same as the bricks, mm-hmm. you know? You, you want the bricks. I, I love the feeling the of the bricks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love the pasta. I, uh, I mean, a discussion for another time. Are you a time. drinker? 
I, I'm I'm a moderate drinker. Yeah. Maybe on on the light side, to be honest. Yeah. I'd like to get to that point. Like I'd write, I'd like. I don't know. I think it's a. I, I'd like to get to a point where I'm like two drinks, got my buzz on, drinking a club soda. Mm-hmm. But I'm really not operating that way. So, Shelby, we got any more news stories? We have one more. Let's do one more, and then we'll get out of here. Kyle Bergman at the Great Fantastic. He's doing the Lord's work. Entrepreneur, fucking get on board. Go follow thegreatfantastic.co on Instagram. The Kickstarter campaign is out there. You get ninety dollars off. Is that what it is? You're getting thirty dollars. Thirty dollars off. Yeah, Swoverall's two point oh. We want, we we wanted to raise ten grand. We beat that goal in the first day. We're we're up almost. I think we're over thirty now. Love it. Seeing how high we can go. Let's do the last story. You fellas aware of the Karma Sutra? The Is Kama it Karma Sutra? Karma Sutra. <laughs> Sutra. Karma Sutra. Karma Sutra. I don't know what that is. Okay, so I'm a, I'm aware that it is a sex thing, right? It's a two thousand year old book, and it kind of guides you through these different different sex, sex positions, angles, mm. ways to spice it up, get crazy. A new edition of the Kama Sutra for millennials. Oh, <laughs> just just texting while you masturbate. Is that? <laughs> and put the phone on your knee. Here's the, here's the best way to <laughs> orgasm while still checking your Instagram updates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How to come when you get a like. It's uh, just been released. It's the first to be illustrated by a woman. And it's just all dudes eating ass. <laughs> the whole millennial. So what did she say? Any new positions? She says she's uh, sort of inserted her like feminist... Oh, view really? of it subconsciously. Uh, okay. Pun, pun intended. Is there like a is is there a thought that the Kama Sutra has some sort of misogyny associated with it? Is that the or does it she's just like I want to give a female take on it? Kind of a female take. It looks like the same type same of stuff, stuff, but she wanted to preserve the erotic side of the book while maintaining a sense of elegance. Oh, okay. Sex is a big... So you lick the asshole counterclockwise <laughs> with a bow tie on. You think that girls like that are more into that than guys? I the Kama it. Sutra stuff? No, butt licking. Oh, the butt licking? I don't think it's a more or less thing. I think guys like... that. Guys like The guys that like doing it like the, the video game aspect of it. Oh, I found a cheat code that you're into. Mm-hmm. Guys want to know that women are into stuff. Like when she brought the lube, you probably had a moment where you're like, "Oh man, I've been, I've been failing at this video game and I didn't even know it." <laughs> you know, that's the first thought. That's me. I'd be the same way. What's any moves that are in there that that are specific? None specific in this article, but we can put it in the description Let's of the episode, the and it has some pictures. Boom. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news and the voicemail. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Kyle Bergman, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. TheGreatFantastic.co on Instagram. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep spreading the words. Keep making it your Instagram story. Keep tagging me. I'll send you that little heart. We'll be back next week. Boom.